Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving Eve to all y'all. Hello, it is the show that's all about giving thanks each and every day because we're a show that's all about the South and it's very, very heartwarming that you would join us here on this day before thanksgiving and we thank you for listening to us not only today but every single day that we produce this two-hour odyssey of this great region we call dixie i'm john rawl and i'm thankful that i get to sit here and tell you about the south each and every day and we want to say thanks and if you want to reach out to us and tell us that you're thankful for us well we'll, we'll, it's a two-way street we'll welcome that our telephone number is 803-816-1170 that's a text or telephone line you can text us with your fingers or you can just share whatever you've got via your voice we want to hear your great voice 803-816-1170 also find us on twitter and instagram at y'all show our website is yall.com y'all.com where we have the ultimate southern holiday guide posted right now and you can get ready for thursday you can get ready for christmas and every other thing going on between now and about the end of january to be honest with you all at y'all.com and of course you can find us via a couple of the apps on your phone or your ipad the iheart radio app the TuneIn radio app and apple podcast it's y'all it's the south and we're here to share it all with you coming up on this pre-thanksgiving edition of the all southern show jonathan lifeheit's driving by in the next segment he's going to tell us about acc basketball which is doing quite well these days as well as what's going on in rivalry weekend of the atlantic coast conference it's football time in the south and the acc has a couple of big games mainly because a couple of acc teams are playing sec teams for example florida florida state georgia georgia tech clemson south carolina and the kentucky wild cats and the louisville cardinals and we'll get jonathan lifeite of 24 7 sports and cbs sports digital to weigh in on all of that plus the conference versus conference action of the acc on this final regular season weekend of college football in hour two of today's y'all show we have hashtag hullabaloo coming up and we've got two celebrity connections in our hashtag hullabaloo one is a fairly recognizable name the other is a definitely recognizable name all are very active on social media this week and all have a southern connection and we'll share with you their sentiment about thanksgiving when we get to that spot later in the show and we wrap up our show today with another celebrity connection tracy lawrence country singer of the 1990s tracy and precious harris our own precious were together on tuesday and they were cooking turkeys up in nashville to give away to the homeless and those in need and precious stuck a camera right in front of tracy lawrence and got some feedback from him and we'll share a portion of that interview in the second hour plus we'll get all the other news and notes going on in country music from our nashville music line correspondent precious harris all on this wednesday edition a programming note on thursday thanksgiving day we will not be hosting we will not be releasing a y'all show hopefully you'll be okay with that there will be plenty of family time for you there'll be plenty of other things to do like eat big meals at lunch and supper and there's about 20 different football games for you to choose from from the nfl and college levels going on on thanksgiving day so enjoy your sort of day off on thursday it'll be our day off however programming note we will be back here friday 
Of course, it's rivalry weekend in college football, and we can't take the day off. So Friday, we'll be right back here to tell you all about the weekend's big college football games with the Y'all Kickoff Show, two hours of getting you ready for rivalry Saturday. And of course, we'll be back here Monday with an all new Y'all Show. So that's that's what's going on, and we hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving 2019 well diving into the headlines of the south here as we get things going on this day before thanksgiving for many of you across the south on wednesday or on tuesday going into wednesday it was pretty soggy out there we had lots of rain we had issues all over the place in the south and i'm sure many of you felt that rain and were ready to get the heck out of that rainstorms wherever you might have been as we had thunderstorms across arkansas and rain soaked oklahoma north texas it rained all across tennessee in the western portion on tuesday north mississippi north alabama is just just flooding in a lot of cases hours upon hours of rain and all of this comes as we've got a storm front and if we've got enough rain here that's better than what they've got in the midwest as a storm heading into the dakotas as well as wisconsin and minnesota is going to have what they call a bomb cyclone with snow and cold and it canceled lots of flights in and out of denver on tuesday i know chicago is feeling the punch here as well so be careful many of you here listening to me right now might be in the south but you might be wanting to go to a place like denver or out to chicago and this is likely going to affect your travel plans especially if you're flying so watch your local weather channel or your make sure your airline knows where you're going is this is a huge travel time but we had some nasty weather in certainly the midwest on tuesday but in the south that nasty weather wasn't in the form of a bomb cyclone but it was in the form of really dangerous weather lots of rain and flooding and it's working its way across the rest of the south heading toward the atlantic coast today be careful check in again with your local weather forecast now as you do travel as this is one of the busiest days and busiest weeks of travel in the country thanksgiving is we want to let you know the five deadliest highways for holiday travel as value penguin has explored the idea of what's going on and this information comes to us via the national highway traffic safety administration as 3,399 traffic fatalities occurred on thanksgiving and christmas from 2015 to 2018 is It's a very busy time and unfortunately a deadly time. And according to the National Traffic Highway Safety Administration, the five deadliest highways in the entire country, a couple of these are in the south, is you have Interstate 20. These are all interstates, by the way. Deadliest highways, I-20, which goes from Texas, I think it's around Midland, Texas, all the way to Florence, South Carolina is its terminus there with I-95. So it goes across Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, into Louisiana, and then into Texas. And it's the fifth deadliest highway in the land. The fourth deadliest highway is Interstate 35, which takes you from Texas to Minnesota. That's a deadly stretch there. Interstate 80, which is not in the south at all. It goes from California to New Jersey, stretching across the country is I-80. And I don't think, it might be in Missouri. I think I've been on I-80 out in Missouri, but 
for the most part it's toward the north of the south if it's at anywhere in dixie this is a big interstate along the eastern corridor interstate 95 which goes from essentially miami all the way to maine and i-95 is extremely deadly it's the second deadliest highway in the country the deadliest highway in the entire united states partly because it goes from california to florida is interstate 10 and in the south it kind of rides that gulf coast and stretches across texas and louisiana mississippi that 90 mile stretch there on i-10 and then of course going across the eastern shore of alabama into the panhandle of florida is i-10 and it is the deadliest highway in the country please be advised as you make your travel plans here this week for thanksgiving are you getting ready for thanksgiving to turn into christmas be careful especially on any of these highways that are again considered the deadliest highways in the united states More headlines to tell you about here in the South as it is holiday season. And on Friday, after Thanksgiving, a lot of you might be heading out to the stores to take part in Black Friday. And the Attorney General of Louisiana is Jeff Landry, and he's offering some safety tips ahead of Black Friday. And some of these tips include be aware of your surroundings, never leave your personal items or packages unattended, And, of course, be alert when loading major purchases into your vehicle. Take extra precautions if children are accompanying you. Plan for a location to meet if your group gets separated. And make sure children have your cell phone number and 911 memorized for emergencies. Never too young to try to get your kids to learn an actual telephone number, especially if it's your telephone number. As we're all guilty now of saving phone numbers in our phone and don't even know some of our closest friends and family members' actual phone number. Well, when it comes to a little one, they need to know that number. Unless you give them a business card to carry around, but still, knowing the number is better, better, better. Also, a Black Friday tip. Keep your cool. Do not fight over items with other customers. (laughs) And even the best of deals is really not worth an injury or criminal charges. That's definitely worth knowing here as we get ready for Black Friday on Friday. Another key tip coming from Attorney General Landry of Louisiana, use a single credit card because carrying cash can attract thieves. And if your purse or wallet is indeed stolen on Black Friday, carrying a single credit card means only having to make one cancellation call. All this is great information. If you are in Louisiana and you need more information about Black Friday and how not to have a bad day at the Black Friday deals going on, you can call the Attorney General Jeff Landry Consumer Protection Hotline in Baton Rouge at 800-351-4889. And I'm assuming if you don't live in Louisiana, chances are your state Attorney General has similar information and has the ability to help you out also in your state when it comes to Black friday let me help you out if you're in the state of tennessee are you going to be going throughout the volunteer state as you make your travels here this thanksgiving week be advised tennessee is going to have troopers every 20 miles on interstate 40 as i-40 stretches from the north carolina border to the arkansas border connecting knoxville nashville jackson and memphis all part of interstate 40 in the state of tennessee and according to tennessee highway patrol they're assigning troopers every 20 miles for 12 hour shifts on the busiest days of the weekend from wednesday and then on sunday as they'll be out 
trying to get people to slow down and be safe on Interstate 40. Chances are most of our state highway patrols are doing something similar, but since Interstate 40 across Tennessee has so many people traveling east to west from so many states, the state of Tennessee and the highway patrol there is doing everything they can to bring those miles uh, and the travel and the safety, bring awareness and try to make everybody get through this as harmless as possible. And I remember traveling in Tennessee, I know on New Year's, I think it was, and they had something up on the message boards throughout the volunteer state, something to the effect of buckle up y'all. And uh, it was a great thing to see coming in from another state on a holiday to see that kind of message out on their thing across the entire state of Tennessee. So I'm sure they'll have something kind of catchy here for Thanksgiving, like Turkey is great, y'all, but you need to slow down and make this a, a great weekend and never get hurt or hurt others. Well, Florida has a new resident, and that would be Donald J. Trump. And President Trump was in his new state on Tuesday night having what they call a homecoming rally at West Palm Beach around Sunrise, Florida, is where this thing was held. Huge crowd there as it was his first rally since he officially changed his residency from New York to Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach. And President Trump had a big crowd. I didn't listen to all of it on Tuesday, but he was there for what he called, again, this homecoming rally as part of this area that's got a lot of retirees. And uh, it looked pretty pro-Trump to me. Now, there were a couple hundred protesters on the street outside of BB&T Center in Sunrise before the president arrived. They even had the baby Trump balloon on hand. But it seemed to be a good kickoff for President Trump as he's going to spend, I assume, a couple of days at Mar-a-Lago, his new home in Florida, getting ready for 2020 and having a great Thanksgiving weekend. And maybe you also are going to Florida, maybe not staying at Mar-a-Lago, but enjoy your time there. The president's wife, Melania, was in Baltimore this week. And how about this story? She was jeered as she got up and spoke as she addressed a group in Baltimore, a city where her president husband, Donald, has disparaged the city as a rat and rodent infested place and melania went there to urge hundreds of middle and high school students to avoid misusing drugs saying that would make it harder for them to achieve their life's goals but she got a mixture of booze and cheers and the audience remained noisy throughout her five-minute address now what did melania trump do about this she actually defended the rights of those teenagers in baltimore she defended the right to boo her Not sure if that was the smartest thing, only because it's going to open up more people to boo her every time she speaks. She put a statement out that said, we live in a democracy and everyone is entitled to their own opinion. But the fact is we have a serious crisis in our country and I remain committed to educating children on the dangers and deadly consequences of drug abuse as she went to maryland to address the baltimore youth summit on opioid awareness as part of her be best youth campaign again she got cheers and jeers but she says that we all have a right to jeer if we want to just i hope the message that she brought there to baltimore was received by those who needed to hear her message earlier this week you got to be thankful baltimore Stacey Abrams, the former Georgia gubernatorial candidate, she's got a new role. (laughs) How about this? Stacey Abrams, who barely lost out on the Georgia governor's seat, she is going to executive produce a new drama for CBS, according to The Hollywood Reporter, as the show's called Never Tell, and it will be adapted from a book Abrams wrote under the pen name Selena Montgomery. And this show 
will reportedly be written by NCIS New Orleans executive Talisha Rags, and it centers on a star linguistics professor with a complicated past who joins forces with a charismatic investigative journalist following the discovery of a cryptic message that's the only clue in a missing person's case. Abrams has not responded for a comment to this, but yes, Stacey Abrams, the executive producer for CBS now that she is not the governor in Atlanta. And finally, as we wrap up headlines from across the Southeast here, as we get ready for Thanksgiving 2019, we go to Virginia and a good chuckle to lead into the Thanksgiving holiday. A man there bought electronics with movie production bills. Speaking of Stacey Abrams working on a TV set, well, if you go on a TV set, they have these movie money, the $100 fake counterfeit. They're movie money. It's what it is. And this person went in to buy electronics with $100 of movie money and now has been sentenced to three years and four months in prison as 24, 25-year-old Ahmad Brown sentenced this week to passing counterfeit money and illegally possessing a firearm, as he pleaded guilty earlier this year, as Brown used nine fake $100 bills to buy used electronics online and sold a 1,000 blocks of the counterfeit money. And he also possessed a bunch of guns and two as well. The Secret Service got behind this, and a Secret Service special agent says movie prop bills accounted for 3.9% of counterfeit money last fiscal year. So be careful out there. If you see money that looks a little weird, it could be movie prop bills being circulated in our country. How about that? I had no idea we had almost 4% of counterfeit money was intentionally fake money used on the sets of movies. And this guy in Virginia going to have a lot of time to watch movies sitting in his jail cell going forward well that is a quick look at headlines from across the south here on this day before thanksgiving when we come back jonathan lifeite our acci insider is going to be standing by from cbs sports digital and the 24 7 sports network he's going to talk a little acc hoops and we'll get him to talk about rivalry weekend in college football a lot of great games of acc versus sec opponents and Jonathan will break it all down for us when we come back. Don't forget, Hour 2, Precious Harris is going to be interviewing Tracy Lawrence and sharing all the good information coming from Music City, all right here on Y'all. Message and data rates may apply. See purple.com for terms and conditions. It's Purple's biggest, comfiest Black Friday sale ever. Save up to $400 when you pair a Purple mattress with a premium sleep bundle. Make this shopping holiday simple and stress-free with the comfiest bundles ever made. Complete your Purple setup and get up to $200 off a mattress, plus up to another $200 off when you bundle two pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector. That's up to $400 off your order. It's time to feel the mattress you've been hearing about. The Purple mattress is the only mattress with the one, the only, the purple grid it's the cool innovative no pressure support that feels like you're floating an experience that you cannot get with any other mattress shop great then sleep great with purple this holiday season take advantage of our best black friday sale ever and save up to four hundred dollars when you buy a mattress and premium sleep bundle by texting offer to 84888 sleep great through the holidays and get up to four hundred dollars off by texting offer to 84888 that's o-f-f-e-r to 84888 
Message and data rates may apply. TNC and privacy terms can be found at babbel.com slash terms. Please don't text and drive. Have you wanted to speak a new language, but you thought it'd be too hard or take too much time? Then try Babbel for free by texting WORLD to 64000. In just 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. And right now, you can try Babbel for free. Babbel starts out teaching you words and phrases by matching them with pictures. You won't believe how easy the interactive program is. Soon the sentences get a little bigger, and before you know it, you're having simulated conversations voiced by native speakers. And because Babbel is crafted by language experts and uses the spaced repetition method, in just 10 to 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking the language of your choice with real confidence. With Babbel, you can speak a language. Just text WORLD to 64000 and start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Download the Babbel app or text WORLD to 64000 and try it for free. Text W-O-R-L-D to 64000. All things are good at the UFL. Got a pretty good basketball team and got a pretty good football team. Oh, Dan McDonald's, his baseball team's not doing too bad for the cards. Hello, it's our ACC Spotlight here on the Y'all Show, working our way through to Thanksgiving. And here on the eve of Thanksgiving, we're not going to let the ACC slide past us. We've got to focus on the Atlantic Coast Conference, and we'll bring on from CBS Sports Digital and the 24-7 Sports Network, Jonathan Leifheit to talk all things ACC and hello and happy Thanksgiving to you, Jonathan. Uh, same to you guys. Hope you uh, have a very, very uh, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy a lot of turkey. Well, you've got to apologize. We do not accept the words you guys on the y'all show. You're going to have to rephrase that. <laughs> I hope you all enjoy. Uh, Is that hard for you to say? It's not two different words. It's just put it all together with an apostrophe in between. Okay. Uh, Y'all. No, not going to do it. Okay, all right. Jonathan, <laughs> we're going to talk some ACC football. It is rivalry weekend in college football, but first things first, before we get to football talk, let's quickly go through what's going on in the ACC when it comes to basketball. The conference off to a very, very good start, as those Louisville Cardinals, they're right now ranked number two in the country, 6-0, and and they are right there knocking on the door of number one in all of college basketball. Virginia, the defending national champ, they're also undefeated at 6-0. and North Carolina is at 4-0 and ranked ranked in the top 10 and we've got to give some love to the Hokies of Virginia Tech with a big win Monday night over Michigan State and the Gobblers are also 6 and 0 right now and not ranked but Jonathan they're headed that way. Yeah, they should be after that kind of a win especially being undefeated. They uh uh you know Buzz Williams really has them uh, headed in the right direction as a uh, head that program kind of been kind of a uh, mediocre and kind of a uh, not a lot of energy around it and he's really turned things around there. Yep, and don't leave out Duke. Duke is number one in the country and ranked six and zero at that top spot. Clemson's also having a pretty good season thus far in the early, early part of the college basketball season. Clemson, NC State, Notre Dame, and Florida State, as well as Syracuse, only have one loss overall right now, but still early, early in the college basketball season. But things looking pretty good for the ACC again, especially when they go in and they defeat the Michigan State Spartans out of the Big Ten. The Hokies 
Syracuse, a team, let's just be honest with you, Jonathan, they had their coach take off for Texas A&M in the offseason, so I don't know what the expectations were in Blacksburg, but with Buzz's departure, I didn't think maybe Virginia Tech could come back quite as strong, and here they are in the year one of whoever they have now. Uh, They got the guy from (laughs) from Wofford, that's right, Mike, and I forgot his last name. Yeah, you're right, and and I completely uh, had a brain fart myself on that. I remember Buzz Williams did a good job of getting that that ship kind of righted, and then they uh, he took off to Texas A&M. So my apologies for that. Really, hey, I, really I know his first era. name. His first name's Mike, and he spent about thirty years coaching the Walford Terriers, and they defeated teams like North Carolina and Georgia Tech while he was coaching at that one thousand student population school in spartanburg spartanburg south carolina and now he's coaching the Hokies. and if he could do well in conference play which he already has a conference win to his credit there in blacksburg it may be a great season ahead for Hokies fans but right now we know louisville and duke are right at one and two in college basketball a lot of those crazy tournaments going on at all times of day jonathan here thanksgiving week i i happened to see a game going on last week on a friday at lunchtime it was just bizarre to see that <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the time of year when they like to uh, kind of do that stuff. And uh, ESPN loves it because then they've got programming all over the place. Yeah, I blame it on ESPN. Well, Jonathan, speaking of programming, let's go back to last week. Speaking of ESPN, and we're going to brag on this team in the next segment just a little bit more as they get ready for clean, old-fashioned hate. But it's been a tough year for Jeff Collins and crew at Atlanta's Georgia Tech. And Georgia Tech last week on a Thursday night, they were able to hold on and defeat the NC State Wolfpack and pick up win number three in the Collins area and close out ACC play with a big win. Yeah, they were. Um, they, they really got out to a big lead and then uh, kind of held them off at the end. Uh, um, it was really the offense that came out kind of blistering hot. And uh, James Graham and uh, and Jordan Mason both had really good games for them. And then uh, NC State just kept pounding the ball uh, between the tackles and uh, was ripping off pretty big yardage. But they just couldn't quite get over the hump. And uh, Georgia Tech sends off a two-point conversion at the end to, to keep the game from being tied and then ran the clock out yep so tech ends acc play with two conference wins wins at miami and then the one home game in conference play against nc state and dave doran i know questions about about the future of nc state nc state should never have been four and possibly eight they may lose their eighth game of the year heading into this weekend's game with north carolina and you know the pressure's mounting in raleigh yeah that it is and it's really kind of strange when you have a coach he's done really well at nc state but uh i will note that they've had uh, a lot of injuries um on that squad um i believe that uh if you watch the game uh they had something along the, the order of 45 different starters um this year due to due to injuries which i think was the third third most in the in the uh, entire uh, country so a lot of injuries you know and uh but uh that just really made them really thin, particularly uh, their secondary uh, and then also some of their, uh, I believe, on their offensive line, they had a number of injuries as well. All right. Speaking <laughs> of embattled coaches, Boston College's coach Adazio, we've talked before where he ought to be in good shape, but last week at South Bend, the Boston College Eagles got their you-know-what handed to them from Notre Dame. 40-7, to the Irish prevail in this rivalry game. Virginia 55-27 over Liberty, and Virginia and Virginia Tech get together this weekend for a big game. UNC, no problem with the Mercer Bears out of 
the Southern Conference, 56 to 7. That win pushed UNC to five wins on the season. They're five and six and need a win against NC State this weekend to go bowling. Virginia Tech, a great win in Blacksburg as the Hokies 28 0 over Pitt. Jonathan, a little surprising that Virginia Tech not only won, but they shut out the Panthers. Yeah, that's like, I believe, nine straight quarters for the uh, Hokie defense where they haven't allowed a touchdown or, or any score at all. They've on a on a pretty good tear. Um, Bud Foster for them is retiring this year, and it looks to me like he's going out with quite a flourish. All right, so the Hokies now with a chance to go to the ACC championship game if they defeat their in-state foe, Virginia, here this weekend. We were bragging on the Cardinals of Louisville to start the segment, and at Cardinal Stadium last weekend, 56-34, Scott Scott Satterfield's team gets the 22-point victory over the Orange and improved to 7-4 and on the season. Jonathan, few people thought that Louisville would even have close to having a, a winning record this year, and here they are at seven and four yeah they've done quite well satterfield probably should be uh if he's not coach of the year he should be uh he should be a runner-up to coach of the year for sure uh, he has done a fantastic job uh with them here in year one and uh you know they they i think they went two and ten last year and oh and eight in the acc and uh, everybody kind of wrote them off as is gonna have to to be rebuilt and uh uh well they came out swinging uh you know even early on in the season we saw them kind of they lost to Notre Dame, you know, pretty easily, but they still gave them a game for most for most of the for at least through the first half and only in the third quarter. So, uh, definitely a good job by Satter, Satterfield this yep. year. Well, one coach probably not in the coach of the year running in the ACC is Manny Diaz, as the Miami <laughs> Hurricanes lose to Florida International. 30-24 to 24 in a game played not at FIU's campus, but at the site of the old Orange Bowl right there where the Miami Marlins play baseball and FIU with a 30-24 to 24 victory. And I know Coach Diaz had had to come out after the game and apologize, said that his coaching effort alone was horrible in this one. Yeah, um, it's not going good in his uh, in his uh, freshman season there at the, uh, at the U. And uh, if I'm a Temple fan, I'm thinking, man, did I dodge a bullet? <laughs> and uh uh at this point he's uh he, things are really struggling and it just seems like every game that's something else something different uh that goes wrong for them you know they find uh I, they're one of those teams where some teams will find a way to win miami seems to be the team that finds a way to lose this year uh losing in a lot of different creative ways the U looks like they're taking a U turn. And Wake Forest, the last game from last weekend to talk about with Jonathan, 39-27. They get the victory over their in-state foe, the Duke Blue Devils, and Wake improves to 8-3 and three with that victory there at BB&T. Duke sinks to 4-7 and seven on the season. And that's a quick look at what happened week 13 of college football. When we come back on the Y'all Show, our ACC Spotlight continues on with Jonathan Lifite. We'll take a quick look at some of the news and notes and get some some thoughts from jonathan about expansion of the acc believe it or not and we'll also break down this week 14 rivalry weekend and oh what a great weekend it's going to be because you got a lot of acc versus sec games going on and hopefully from an acc standpoint it's going to be a great weekend all that coming up as we conclude this first hour of the wednesday y'all the pre-thanksgiving the thanksgiving eve edition stay with us From ooh to 
Aww. Whatever reaction you're looking for this holiday, spread more joy with custom holiday cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And now you can get special Black Friday prices with 60% off all holiday cards and calendars, plus save on other memorable photo gifts like canvas prints. So get our Black Friday prices until December 3rd with 60% off holiday cards and photo calendars, plus great deals on photo gifts at Vistaprint.com. Just enter code RADIO60 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, code RADIO60. Orangutans. They're beautiful, playful, and majestic, and disappearing. Every day, as many as 20 orangutans vanish. They starve to death when their homes are destroyed or are killed when they stray into villages in search of food. International Animal Rescue is fighting for the survival of the critically endangered orangutan, but we can't do it without you. Please visit internationalanimalrescue.org and help us save orangutans before it's too late. That's internationalanimalrescue.org. Message and data rates may apply. TNC and privacy terms can be found at babbel.com slash terms. Please don't text and drive. Have you wanted to speak a new language, but you thought it'd be too hard or take too much time? Then try Babbel for free by texting WORLD to 64000. In just 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. And right now, you can try Babbel for free. Babbel starts out teaching you words and phrases by matching them with pictures. You won't believe how easy the interactive program is. Soon the sentences get a little bigger, and before you know it, you're having simulated conversations voiced by native speakers. And because Babbel is crafted by language experts and uses the spaced repetition method, in just 10 to 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking the language of your choice with real confidence. With Babbel, you can speak a language. Just text WORLD to 64000 and start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Download the Babbel app or text WORLD to 64000 and try it for free. Text W-O-R-L-D to 64000. Jonathan Lifite, what is the good word? Well, that would be to hell with Georgia. And there's no better time to say that when the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets are getting ready to host those dogs at Bobby Dodd Stadium here this weekend. It is rivalry weekend in college football and clean old-fashioned hate renewed between the Yellow Jackets of Georgia Tech and those Georgia Bulldogs coming over from Athens. We'll break that that game down as well as all the other fun games featuring ACC versus SEC teams and a few conference games going on here rivalry weekend. But Jonathan, let's get into some news from the ACC perspective. And Mark Stoop, speaking of the SEC, the coach of the Kentucky Wildcats, has evidently taken his name out of the mix as a potential head coach at Florida State, saying that he's going to be at Kentucky. How serious is it that Mark Stoops was being mentioned? Because last week when you were with me, Jonathan, in addition to talking about Deion Sanders going to be coaching his alma mater, we were mentioning Mark's brother Bob as a possible head coach at FSU. Well, I I kind of... uh... When I read that statement from him, I, you know, to me, it sounded like somebody who is uh, uh, just kind of hedging their bets a little bit. So I wouldn't say that he's going to go to Florida State, but I also wouldn't say that he's not at this point. Um, he's basically just saying, you know, he, his plans are to be at Kentucky. 
which tells me he just hasn't been offered the job yet. Well, let's be honest. A job at Florida step, uh, State is a step up from being the head coach of the Kentucky Wildcats, as he's yep. done a pretty good job at UK, but he hasn't done an unbelievable job. They still haven't gotten to a really, really good bowl game, and they still haven't gone to Atlanta and played for the SEC championship. And if, if that's what Florida State's kind of eyeing, a stoops but not Bob, his little brother, then more power to him. But right now, he's got a lot of work, in my opinion, to do coaching Big Blue, and he might have that on his mind more than coaching the Garnet and Gold. He was an assistant coach in Tallahassee in his past, so there is a connection to Florida State for Coach Stoops. Mark, that is. All right, Jonathan, let's talk about the ACC. It hasn't been the best of years for the conference. I think that's a fair statement. When only Clemson has been ranked for the only ACC team ranked most of the season consistently, you have them and then everybody else, it appears, in the conference. Right now, let's kind of remind people where we are on bowl games when it comes to the ACC. Clemson is certainly going to a bowl game at 11-0. and And then you have... Virginia is at 8 and 3. They'll be going bowling somewhere. Virginia Tech also 8 and 3. By the way, those two teams will kind of help determine who's going to be playing in that ACC championship when they get together this weekend. Wake yep. Forest, a pretty good turnaround for Dave Clawson as they were kind of headed in the wrong direction here late, but they've come back strong and they're sitting at 8 and 3. They'll be going bowling. Pitt is 7 and 4 and they've kind of had a little bit of an up and down affair here in 2019. As we mentioned earlier, Scott Satterfield's Louisville Cardinals also at 7 and 4 and maybe the biggest turnaround all year is what's going on in Florida State because we kind of wrote them off early in the season as being an absolute disaster. Well, it hadn't been perfect, but they're going to a bowl as FSU right now at 6 and 5. So, Jonathan, that leaves us with about 7 qualified members of the ACC and I didn't realize this evidently the conference counts notre dame as an acc member when it comes to bowl games what do you know about that well only they're they fall into the the, the pool of, of available teams if they don't get a new year six uh, bowl bid so that's kind of where they fall in the in the in the pecking order so if they somehow or another if they were able for example to slide into the cotton bowl uh then they would not be part of that acc contingent um uh, you know, and for, for, from a bowl, you know, they get kind of a pool that they get to pick from the bowls do. Um, if they, if they slide into a New Year's six bowl or the playoff, then they don't count against the ACC's quote allotment. Okay. Does Notre Dame profit from ACC football? Uh, they do not other than the payouts that they would get from the bowl that they go to. Okay, so they keep all of their bowl revenue and don't have to share it with the ACC. I, I don't believe that's. I believe that is the case. Yes, okay. I don't believe they have to share it, but I'm not 100 percent on that. So you're telling me Notre Dame kind of gets the best of both worlds? Yeah, they do. Um, you know, and uh, they're they're kind of able to do that. They're able to negotiate that. So uh, they did the same thing when they were part of the Big East. So you know, it was they had a pretty comparable kind of deal with them as well. All right. Well, speaking of that, I guess it's this Notre Dame talk. That's got some people speculating. And Jonathan, I know you love to speculate. And there's an article up at Rubbing the Rock. That's a Clemson centric site. Clemson centric site from Fansided about five programs the ACC should consider adding in the future. And Jonathan, some of these make no sense to me, but maybe you can fill me in. I, first of all, is the ACC even thinking about expansion? Nope, they're not. Um, and they're really, to be honest with you, they had one team on the list. There's only one team that would that the ACC would expand for, and we just talked about them, Notre Dame. 
Okay. Nobody, nobody else. Uh, when you look at that list, West Virginia was was reportedly a candidate. You know, when the the Big East fell apart, uh, their academics um, are not up to par. Appalachian State, nope, nobody's going to allow yet another Carolina school. Plus, uh, their academics are up to par. Memphis, same deal. Uh, they're you know none of, none of those schools. <laughs> are viable at all so it, Notre, it's going to be Notre Dame robust for the ACC they will stick at uh, at 14 teams and if if Notre Dame wants to come along then they'll go to 15 I'm not even sure that they'd go to 16 unless they were to pull off some kind of a coup to get uh, you know a, another power five school into to, to round it out at 16 but right now Notre Dame robust according to this rubbing the rock article you mentioned Memphis that's a team listed here as a possibility according to rubbing the rock the Tigers of Memphis, which are having a great season on the gridiron, and they're doing much better in basketball these days. West Virginia on this list, and WVU obviously makes a lot of sense to the ACC when it comes to geography. It makes no sense that they're a member of the Big 12, but that's just kind of the way things fell for WVU. Well, it's all about the academics with them, or lack thereof. Yeah, and so that is certainly being shot down by one Jonathan Lifeite. This article also lists UCF as a possibility for ACC expansion. Again, no credibility to this article, no attribution. This is just somebody's opinion. App State, you mentioned there, would not be a good possibility. And then, as you said, the only team the ACC would ever expand for, in your opinion, and many's opinion, would be the Irish of Notre Dame, as they're already sort of an ACC member, but not for football. Jonathan, how stable is the ACC? Do you think any of the current members might get a invitation to go jump ship to another conference kind of like uconn's just done to go back to the big east uh i do not as a matter of fact i don't think there's any any worries whatsoever i uh, have to remember that as one of the things that uh, the acc as a member of it that you had to sign was you signed all of your your television rights over to the conference through uh i believe it was sometime in the 2030s so even if you decided you're going to leave, guess what? They continue to own your television rights right on through until that contract expires, uh, and only then would you get them back. So it makes it extremely difficult for a team to leave. So the ACC, very, very stable at this point. All right. Well, we know that Maryland, for some reason, decided to leave the ACC for the Big Ten a few years ago. What, what was that justification? Uh, they felt like they could get more revenue out of the Big Ten and uh, than, than the ACC, and they were worried about that. And they also had a president, I think, that had a Big Ten background and wanted to be kind of part of that. That they have a consortium, an academic consortium that they that they wanted to be kind of part of. And keep in mind, Maryland left prior to that. I mentioned the grant of rights thing with the television. Maryland left prior to the ACC team signing that, so uh, they did not have that penalty. Um, as far as monies go, they, they may make out in the long run, but I will tell you in the short term, they've had a lot of money uh, problems there because the, the Big Ten only granted them a partial revenue share uh, for like the first five, six years. Mm. So maybe not the best decision there in College Park jumping ship, which, again, they were a longtime member, a founding member, I assume, of the Atlantic Coast Conference. They were. When it, it was, started back they, in the, They're not one of those newcomers like Georgia Tech. Yeah, they were part of it. The original conference started in 53. Georgia Tech joined in 79. Uh, Florida State, of course, came in, in 92. You had South Carolina that dropped out, and then you got the, uh, the 2000s expansion that yeah. included Pitt, Pitt, Syracuse, Boston College, and uh, Virginia Tech. Yep. 
All right, Jonathan, let's talk a little Week 14 rivalry weekend in college football and in the Old Dominion Friday night, or it's not even Friday night, it's Friday morning fun, Friday high noon fun, I guess is what we should call it. It's 11 o'clock Central, but noon Eastern, when Virginia Tech and Virginia get together to help decide who's going to go play in Charlotte against the Clemson Tigers. This game at Scott Stadium, Charlottesville again. It's the Friday contest in the ACC. And then we get to Saturday, and the Palmetto Bowl goes down at Williams-Brice Stadium. Will Muschamp, he is catching a lot of grief as the Gamecock skipper and his Gamecock sit at forward seven. Welcome in the the number three, Clemson Tigers, 11-0, and on the warpath back to the college football playoff. Jonathan, how ugly is this one going to be? Uh, that depends on which side you're on. If you're on the Clemson side, it's probably not going to be very ugly at all. If you're on the South Carolina side, yeah, yeah, that's about as ugly as it gets. All right. So that one again starts at noon on Saturday. ESPN has this broadcast. Also at noon on Saturday at ABC, you'll find clean, old-fashioned hate from Bobby Dodge Stadium. Historic Grant Field is the site of this game. Georgia Tech has not defeated Georgia in Atlanta since 1999. And I don't mean to kind of repeat myself here, but unfortunately, the roles are reversed in this one, Jonathan. How ugly can this one be between Georgia and Georgia Tech? Uh, uh, anytime you're going to have a bunch of guys dressed in red on the field <laughs> at, uh, at uh, Bobby Dodd Stadium, it's really ugly. So I'm I'm afraid for my, my poor uh, Yellow Jackets that we're not going to fare too well in this one. All right, Georgia Tech again with a horrible year. They are walking into this one with a win at their back, getting that win on a Thursday night against NC State. Tech at 3-8 and eight have this game, rivalry game. They say you never know in rivalry games, but Georgia's got a lot to play for. If they can get past Tech, they'll be playing in the SEC Championship the week after that and likely headed to the college football playoff unless they get totally blown away by the, what are they playing, the LSU Tigers in that one. Well, they they just have to lose to the Tigers to knock them out. That's right. Okay. Well, we've seen before here in this last week. By the way. Go Tigers. (laughs) Clemson Tigers. Hey, Louisville and Kentucky, they have their battle there at Kroger Field this weekend. Another ACC-SEC matchup. And this ought to be a good one as Coach Satterfield's Cardinals at 7-4. Kentucky and Coach Stoops before he goes to Tallahassee. He's got his Wildcats at 6-5. This is the SEC Network broadcast from Kroger Field. Also a 12 noon, 11 central kick there between the Cards and the Cats. Jonathan, what's going to happen with you of L in this one. Well, this is going to be a really good game to watch. I don't think I could pick this one. Um, both teams, you know, pretty comparable records, you know, one game difference. Uh, I, really, really tough to say on this one. Uh, you know, probably I'd have to go with the home team a little bit just because they're, they're, are the home team and that that would probably be the only reason to pick that pick uh kentucky over louisville so but should be a good game all right well we'll kind of keep the sec acc a fun a going in our last of the acc sec matchups here on this rivalry weekend fsu goes over to ben hill griffin stadium in florida field and the gators of dan mullen await jonathan i think fsu is poised to pull the upset in this one this is an sec network it's a saturday evening game broadcast at 7 30 from the swamp yeah, I mean, this one just has a, kind of a strange vibe all over it with the, you know, the firing of Taggart and, and then what Odell Haggins has done since uh, since he's taken over. So 
you know, I was, if I'd, a, you know, if you just did a cursory look at it, you fully expect Florida to kind of go in there and win. But that is a very talented Knowles team, and they are quite capable of uh, jumping up and biting somebody. And uh, it wouldn't surprise me to see them pull the upset, although, you know, I, I, I say the odds are against it, but uh, I, I, it's not that much against it. Well, in this game, both teams can't greatly help themselves with a victory, and both teams can't greatly hurt themselves. Both are going to a bowl. We know that. Florida can't go off to an SEC championship or a college football playoff, so they're a little bit disappointed in that. FSU's already clinched that bowl berth, so they can only improve their stake. And, of course, what's really at stake is the who can claim the champions of the state of Florida. That's what's at stake between the Knowles and the Gators. Now, in the state of North Carolina, the rivalry game goes on in Raleigh as North Carolina comes in needing one win to go to a bowl, and NC State hosts this game on the ACC Network at 7 o'clock Raleigh time kick jonathan what's going on between these two old foes well i think nc state's ready to pack it in now that they have nothing to play for and and uh north carolina has got a a bowl bid on on the line and i i think you'll see them uh, pull out the victory all right other acc contest here on this rivalry weekend these aren't necessarily rivalry games miami is going to be playing in durham against the duke blue devils i guess that could be a rivalry if you go back to the other year when miami had that miracle finish there with all those lateral passes and this will where be they a- violated the rules on several different occasions and should have never gotten a touchdown hey, yeah, that's, that one. that's what gets rivalries going jonathan espn2 is the place you can find this mid-afternoon game from wallace wade stadium biggies foes of yesteryear get together boston college is in pit to take on the panthers at heinz field this is a 330 pittsburgh time kick on the acc network and then wake forest will be at the carrier dome wake forest at eight and three the orange four and seven ready to close their season down with this one acc nx the digital option is how you can watch this one starting at 12 30 eastern from the carrier dome and that is your week 14 rivalry weekend breakdown here on the y'all show thanksgiving week edition that that sounded great to me well jonathan thank you for talking turkey with us and we will see you next week when you have had a chance to digest all the great football and turkey yeah i'm looking forward to it on both counts all right jonathan life 24 7 sports and cbs sports digital when we come back in hour two we have got hashtag hello blue thanksgiving edition headed your way as well as precious harris and all that's going on in music city all that around the corner here on y'all talk with a southern accent Orangutans. They're beautiful, playful, and majestic, and disappearing. Every day, as many as 20 orangutans vanish. They starve to death when their homes are destroyed or are killed when they stray into villages in search of food. International Animal Rescue is fighting for the survival of the critically endangered orangutan, but we can't do it without you. Please visit internationalanimalrescue.org and help us save orangutans before it's too late. That's internationalanimalrescue.org. My mother was very familiar with her neighborhood, but one day she stopped at the stop sign and she wasn't even really sure where she was at. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
The Thanksgiving Eve edition hour two is back with you here. Y'all talk with a southern accent with your host, John Rawl, the gobbler of all gobblers. Gobble, gobble, good to be with you. And we, again, wish you a very happy Thanksgiving. Here in this second hour of our show today, we'll be joined in the next segment by our own turkey on Music Row, Precious Harris. She'll be dropping by. Speaking of turkeys, she was very busy on Tuesday cooking up turkeys alongside country music star Tracy Lawrence. And Precious was able to capture Tracy for a few minutes and get an interview, and we'll play a portion of that in Precious's Nashville music line. That's headed your way in just a handful of minutes. Plus, she's got all the other news coming out of Music City, all that ahead in, again, the next segment. But right now on y'all, as we start this second hour, of which you can reach us anytime, 803-816-1170. Right now we have, what we have here is hashtag HuddleBlue, where we go on social media. Sometimes social media finds us, and we just share it, share it, share it. It's a good thing to do, share and care this Thanksgiving season. And we've got a star-studded hashtag, Cullibly. We've got two. One is a C-lister, one's an A-lister via Twitter to tell you about, both with Texas connections. We'll start with the C-lister, okay? The C-lister is Genevieve Padalecki. She's an actress. You might have seen her on the TV series Supernatural. And she's on Twitter at RealGPAD, at RealGPAD. And she has almost a million followers on Twitter. And she's got a really cool tweet that we'll tell you about in just a second. But Genevieve Padalecki proudly proclaims in her Twitter profile that she's the wife of J-A-R-Pad, Jarpad. Now, who the heck is at Jarpad? That would be her husband, Jared Padalecki, an actor who's also known for his role on Supernatural. Also, on uh, he played Sam Winchester in that series. And Jared Padalecki grew up in the Lone Star State, born in San Antonio. He also appeared on the series Gilmore Girls, as well as the movies New York Minute and House of Wax. And the Padaleckis together have three children, and they live in the Austin area. And we are so excited to have as a family's first and foremost here for many of you here on Thanksgiving 2019. The Padaleckis are a great couple who met on the set of Supernatural and are very, very much in love and have the kids and the blessings and all that. I'm here to tell you not about their acting career, but I'm here to tell you what Genevieve, the wife, put out there on social media this week. Yeah, she's the proud wife of Jared, but what she's putting out here is a pretty cool idea. And so here's what she wrote, Genevieve, who, when she's not acting, evidently she must be a pretty good artist. As she put a tweet out this week, decided to craft a new Thanksgiving tradition by creating a gratitude tablecloth for our family to record our memories. And there's a really neat photo, again, at her Twitter account, at RealGPad. And you can see this in her beautiful creation. And by the way, she's kind of pretty as well. <laughs> and it's just a really neat idea, a gratitude tablecloth. So essentially, if you don't have a chance to look at this right now, we all sit down at Thanksgiving at a table, correct? Correct me if I'm wrong. And if you're lucky, you got a tablecloth there. And oftentimes it's a disposable tablecloth. It's something that can go away with the season. 
And whether it's a paper tablecloth or perhaps some kind of vinyl tablecloth, polyester tablecloth, you can go down to Hobby Lobby, good southern company there, and get you various pins to adorn your tablecloth with and get some artwork on that tablecloth. You're probably going to throw it away anyway, okay? So why not make it a gratitude tablecloth and put memories right there. Write them down, maybe some names, some illustrations, Or you can even go photocopy some great photos, and since it's going to be thrown away anyway, it's just a picture, a copy of a picture, to be honest, you can cut out really cool photos that are sitting around the house or in a scrapbook and put it on your gratitude tablecloth, and it's a point of conversation. Instead of having a Thanksgiving meal that people are just griping about things, this could be a conversation thing that will be making your Thanksgiving this year so much more special. And a lot of you may have newcomers at your table. You might have little kids who always need to have some kind of illustration to go along with whatever you're trying to tell them. And a gratitude tablecloth is a really neat thing for Thanksgiving and really any time. But especially at Thanksgiving when so many people come sit at a big table, you can kind of look around the table and instead of staring at the mashed potatoes or the the turkey or the dressing or the sweet potatoes, You can sit there and say, I'm not really staring at your plate. I'm trying to make out on that picture there who that is. Uh, was that one of my old girlfriends in that photo with my brother or sister? Uh, uh, is that is that one of my ex-wife? Oh, surely you didn't take wedding number one out of the scrapbook and put it out here for everybody to see what I looked like 30 years ago, right? <laughs> that might be what somebody does. All in good fun, I'm sure, as part of a gratitude tablecloth Thanksgiving 29 idea and with proper credit, we got to say thank you, Genevieve Padalecki, for putting that out there. It's a great idea for this Thanksgiving. All right. Keeping the Thanksgiving celebrity dumb coming your way. Also going to Texas for this celebrity. Wild Turkey is on Twitter at Wild Turkey. Yes, that Wild Turkey, the bourbon. And their Twitter profile says no apologies. So basically the opposite of social media is Wild Turkey bourbon. Now, they also are very careful in what they put on their Twitter profile. 21 and up only. Please drink responsibly. Do not share with anyone under legal drinking age. Good points to know, Wild Turkey. Good points, no matter if it's beer or liquor. All good information to share, especially at the holiday time. We don't want to have anybody drinking illegally, and we don't want any accidents to happen. Thank you, Wild Turkey. Well, when Wild Turkey's not making turkey, they're also doing, or not making, when Wild Turkey's not making bourbon, they're making turkey, and they're helping people out, and they're making barbecue. And Wild Turkey is a sponsor of something called Operation Barbecue Relief, and that provides hot meals to those in need during times of disaster. And Wild Turkey is one of the key sponsors of Operation Barbecue. And did you realize who Wild Turkey's creative director is? A fellow named Matthew McConaughey. Yes, the same Matthew McConaughey you probably know from movies and television series. The Texan. He lives in the Austin area. He's a huge Texas Longhorn fan. And Matthew McConaughey put a statement out that says, teaming up with Operation Barbecue Relief as part of the Wild Turkey with Thanks promotion has never been more meaningful. Now, what has Operation Barbecue Relief done? Well, since 2011, they've served 3 million 
52,853 meals. Over 3 million meals served to those in need. They've deployed 374 days since 2011. And they've affected and gone in and helped out 61 communities that have had disaster. Some type of natural disaster. Operation Barbecue Relief sponsored by Wild Turkey Bourbon going in to help out. And they want to let everybody know that during this holiday season, Wild Turkey is supporting Operation Barbecue Relief across the country to give give thanks to first responders who demonstrate an unwavering conviction to help neighborhoods and towns keep them safe each and every day. The campaign, with thanks, will shine a spotlight on first responders in Los Angeles, Dallas, New Orleans, and Chicago. So we don't have a big disaster at the current time that Operation Barbecue Relief is out doing. And so as a way to say thank you to first responders, Wild Turkey and Operation Barbecue Relief going into these four big cities in our country, two of which are here in Dixie, Dallas, and New Orleans. And they're having their With Thanks campaign for first responders. What a great gesture there by Wild Turkey and a great gesture there by their creative director, Matthew McConaughey. Good job there. And when you're not making Ford automobile commercials, Matthew, we will see you on Wild Turkey commercials when we're allowed to. I don't know what the rules are on Wild Turkey bourbon in terms of the, the I guess, the administration that looks out over alcohol and commercials. Another good company in the South, not quite as big as Wild Turkey bourbon, is the Price Insurance Agency based out of Duncan, Oklahoma. And they are an auto, home, life, and commercial insurance company. At agency underscore price is the Twitter account. Again, out of Duncan, Oklahoma. And they put out on Twitter this week, what are you most looking forward to eating on Thanksgiving? What are you most looking forward to eating on Turkey Day? Well, most of you logically will say we are going to have turkey and dressing. Well, golly, Sergeant, who would have ever guessed that? My question is, if you don't want to have the traditional turkey dressing, if you want to be a rebel, if you want to have something else and you want to skip turkey and go straight to some other meat, not the vegetarian route, but some other form of meat that you can enjoy on turkey day, what would it be? So we've got a couple of good meat suggestions to throw out your way for you here on the eve of Thanksgiving. One meat option is whole roast duck with potatoes. So when you go down to the Wally World and everybody's fighting over that last turkey there that's frozen, go over to the duck, if they even sell duck at Walmart. I really don't know if they do or not. (laughs) And get you that duck and have a whole roasted duck with potatoes. Nothing says Thanksgiving like duck. Maybe not. Also, an option for Thanksgiving 2019, if you're tired of turkey, a cast iron seared filet mignon and get that cast iron skillet from Lodge out of South Pittsburgh, Tennessee, about 20 minutes west of Chattanooga, as they make great skillets that are made out of cast iron and you can just flame right up on your stove, a seared filet mignon, perfect for thanksgiving another option outside of turkey for you to enjoy here on thanksgiving 2019 is braised pot roast with sweet onion gravy Mm, yum 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 pot roast that that is a perfect idea of course when you make a pot roast a lot of times you can do that in a crock pot and you can get that baby going maybe today 
and get it ready for Thursday. You can have that thing cooking, I guess, all night long. And when you wake up on Thursday, maybe around, yeah, why not sleep in? Okay. It's a holiday. Instead of getting up at the crack of dawn and getting the kiddies ready for school like you often have to do, go ahead and enjoy your Thursday. And if you don't have to tune in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, yeah, get that extra two or three hours of sleep time in and then wake up and go straight to the kitchen for a lunch that includes braised pot roast and sweet onion gravy. Yum, yum. All this, again, alternatives to your turkey and dressing traditional meal. You can have that plenty of other places. Do something different now. Also available on Thanksgiving, another option is whole roasted snapper with caper butter sauce. So how about a little fish on Thanksgiving Day? That's something that a lot of people don't even consider, but it sounds like a great idea. Now, some of these ideas, I'm telling you, sound so good that, okay, you're kind of already, it's too late. You've already locked in the turkey and dressing this year for Thanksgiving. But instead of having turkey and dressing in about a month when it's Christmas time, maybe these meat options would be great options for you when you get together for Christmas. So that's a good one there, snapper. Then you have, let's go poultry, let's go chicken, and you have as an option lemon rosemary roasted chicken with potatoes and arugula that is delicious sounding chicken now who doesn't like chicken even on thanksgiving day chicken is a wonderful option and in this case you can enjoy lemon rosemary roasted chicken with the potatoes and more and then finally this is often on most thanksgiving plates of some type and we're going to go now to Virginia bourbon baked ham. And that is delicious baked ham. I'm sure the baked, the honey baked hams and the other ham stores, this is their busiest time of year this week as people are getting those turkeys and getting them ready for Thanksgiving and beyond. And then with the ham, of course, you can just munch on that thing for about a week right out of the refrigerator, cold, hot. It's delish, delish. And I'm adding a little twist to Thanksgiving on Thursday. I am actually going to a friend who's invited me over for lunch. Thank you very much. And hopefully they're not listening right now. Uh, I'm going to surprise them with a little, uh, I guess you would call it an appetizer, but I actually eat it often as the main course. I'm having Mississippi Delta tamales at Thanksgiving on Thursday. I'm going to have it there with the crackers and the hot sauce, and maybe I'll get full on that and don't even need the turkey, but nothing like good old Delta tamales, and I happen to have some shipped my way in North Mississippi, and I'm excited about that. That and turkey is a perfect combination. Now just get me about 20 different dessert options, and we'll be cooking. Well, that is a quick look at your Thanksgiving edition of Hashtag Hullabaloo. When we come back after the break, Precious Harris is on Music Row. She was cooking turkeys, believe it or not, on Tuesday out when the rain started alongside country music great Tracy Lawrence. She had a chance to talk to Tracy. We'll have a little bit of that interview and all of the other juicy details coming from Music Row in Nashville when our Nashville Music Line report comes your way after this break. Message and data rates may apply. See purple.com for terms and conditions. It's Purple's biggest, comfiest Black Friday sale ever. Save up to $400 when you pair a Purple mattress with a premium sleep bundle. Make this shopping holiday simple and stress-free with the comfiest bundles ever made. Complete your Purple setup and get up to $200 off a mattress, plus up to another $200 off when you bundle two pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector. That's up to $400 off your order. It's time to feel the mattress you've been hearing about. The Purple mattress is the only mattress with the one, the only, 
only the Purple Grid. It's the cool, innovative, no-pressure support that feels like you're floating. An experience that you cannot get with any other mattress. Shop great, then sleep great with Purple this holiday season. Take advantage of our best Black Friday sale ever and save up to $400 when you buy a mattress and premium sleep bundle by texting OFFER to 84888. Sleep great through the holidays and get up to $400 off by texting OFFER to 84888. That's O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. TNC and privacy terms can be found at bevel.com slash terms. Please don't text and drive. Have you wanted to speak a new language, but you thought it'd be too hard or take too much time? Then try Babbel for free by texting WORLD to 64000. In just 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. And right now, you can try Babbel for free. Babbel starts out teaching you words and phrases by matching them with pictures. You won't believe how easy the interactive program is. Soon the sentences get a little bigger, and before you know it, you're having simulated conversations voiced by native speakers. And because Babbel is crafted by language experts and uses the spaced repetition method, in just 10 to 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking the language of your choice with real confidence. With Babbel, you can speak a language. Just text WORLD to 64000 and start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Download the Babbel app or text WORLD to 64000 and try it for free. Text WORLD to 64000. Everything in it Keep the diamond ring Cause that's how I meant it Sticks and stones are all they ever were to me This material life with all its value Don't mean a thing to me Without you the love that we once had Is all I Everything we had If it makes you happy But darling Let me say Before I leave These sticks and stones Ain't all that makes a home Without a doubt One of the best country music singers Of the entire 1990s Tracy Lawrence some great country music from that time period here. This is the Y'all Show. I'm John Rawl, and Tracy Lawrence is my fellow broadcaster these days. He's got a, a great syndicated program called Honky Tonkin' with Tracy Lawrence. Perhaps it airs on one of your local radio stations. i got to give Tracy proper credit. He does a great job with that show. You know who else does a great job? It's Precious Harris. And each Wednesday here on the Y'all Show, and the day before Thanksgiving is no exception, we bring on the mouth of the South to the Y'all Show to talk about all things country music. Precious Harris is right there on Music Row, and she does an unbelievable job covering country music. She's the author of I Know Country. That has 366 daily country music questions and answers. And you can go right now and buy and instantly download your ebook copy, A 
perfect Thanksgiving or Christmas gift to get Precious's I Know Country. Get that at iknowcountry.com. Miss Harris is also a music career development consultant with the emphasis on new and aspiring artists and songwriters. And you can go check out the website, collegeofsongology.com, for more information on that aspect of Precious's career. Also, follow her blog, nashvillemusicline.com. And each week on the Y'all Show, we post up her Nashville Music Line report at y'all.com. And we got Tracy Lawrence's buddy, Precious Harris, join us right now. In fact, you and Tracy were hanging out on Tuesday. Yes, we did. We actually... um I don't, uh, a lot of people don't realize this, but he's been doing something called the National Rescue Mission Turkey Fry, and he's been doing it for 14 years. And it's called Mission Impossible because when they first started, they had no idea that it was going to be turning in a literally one of the top things to feed the homeless each year during thank, during, during November Thanksgiving. But um, I think they were, I swear to God, I bet there was 25 fryers. There was five rows of fryers with five rows in each one. So there was 25, and I think they had an extra one on the other side of the parking lot, deep fryers. They were deep frying turkeys today. And they were going to do, Tracy said, well over 500 turkeys to feed the homeless in Nashville. And then um, there's some volunteers doing it in Dallas, Texas. And then some of the turkeys are going to be sent to Louisville, Kentucky via refrigerated services. So it's... 84,000 meals to the homeless um, mm. and the hungry since this started. So mm-hmm. you can't even imagine that's a lot of meals. 84,000 meals and Mission Possible also has raised money. More than 500,000 raised thus far to help the homeless and hungry of the South and beyond. Tracy, he did some of this. He had something at the Nashville Wild Horse Saloon to help out the charity calls. Did he have a concert there Tuesday evening? Yeah, it was sold out. I had media passes, but because it's pouring a rain last night, I did not want to go out because I'm a little wuss, you know. Yeah. But uh, my where I used to, Red Akins, who I see, I interned for his song, rather, That's Not Your Truck. And, of course, Clay Walker, which you and I grew up with in Nashville. And, of course, Kentucky Boys, Halfway to Hazard, and uh, Big Machines. I think it's Valerie's is labeled Justin Moore. Mm. All part, of the, all part of the fun there at the Wild Horse Saloon there on 2nd Avenue in Nashville on Tuesday night. Part of the effort of Tracy Lawrence to do this great effort to raise money and provide a great service to so many who are, let's not forget, we got a lot of people who suffer in these holidays and they don't have those great meals, the homeless and those hungry in places like Nashville, Dallas, and Louisville, Kentucky. Well, Precious, you caught up with Tracy when he was out in the parking lot cooking up all these turkeys on Tuesday and let's hear a little bit of the conversation you and Mr. Sticks and Stones had talking about turkey and country music. What was one of the worst days that you stood out here and cooked turkey? I don't remember the year, but it was like rainy and sleet and cold. It was probably down in the 30s. It was absolutely miserable. It was one of the worst ones. I can't remember what year it was. I can't remember what year it was, but I remember it happening. There's been a couple of bad ones. Now, this is, this is actually tolerable. This is a good yeah, day today. it's a good day. Yeah, it's a good yeah. day. I remember the last time, though, people still showed up on that terrible absolutely. day. Absolutely. It was full. Okay. It was still full. I mean, we had tons of volunteers. Everybody was still here. Nobody turned away. I know. Now, tell me, you started this, what, 14 years ago? 14 years, 2006. Yeah. What has kept you going for this? You know, I I love this place, and I've made a lot of great friends here, and this is such a special event to them. It's grown to be like their Super Bowl every year. You didn't think it would ever do, did you? No. You know, I I don't think anybody had the the vision of, of... 
we didn't know what it was going to do. I mean, it was it was a grassroots thing. We really just wanted to do something good for the community, and and here it is, 14 years later, and it's turned into something really cool. And that was our own Precious Harris visiting with country music star Tracy Lawrence on Tuesday as he was cooking up lots of turkeys as part of the 14th annual Mission Possible, where over 40 or 84,000 meals served up to homeless and hungry in the Music City, as well as Dallas and Louisville, Kentucky. And Precious able to catch up with Tracy. Did he have on an apron when he was doing that interview with you, Precious? Actually, uh, he had an apron on under his jacket. He had a jacket on. Oh, I guess okay. he'd been in and out. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he had to have, well, actually, he had T-shirts on. They had the Mission Fried T-shirts. Everybody got a T-shirt today. Oh, okay. It was pretty cool. Well, again, it rained in Middle Tennessee on Tuesday. Kind of an ugly day, a somewhat cool day. But a great effort, no doubt, by Tracy Lawrence and many, many people benefiting from that. How Other than doing the interview, everything else with Tracy good these days? He's doing good. He's uh, going on tour uh, with um, uh, in January, and he's excited about that. I'm taking Justin with him, and uh, but today was like uh, we got there. It was 62 degrees, overcast, which was a good thing. But it wasn't raining. It didn't start raining until after all the turkeys got out of the parking lot uh-huh. with all the gas. Thank God, <laughs> the electricity. So yes, but it was it was a good day for Tracy, and uh, and and the little uh, like you. Um, know anybody that's met Tracy he's full of giving and just full of personality well one of the names there uh, his fellow 1990s superstar in country music that helped perform on Tuesday night at the Wild Horse was Clay Walker I follow Clay on Facebook and he's often publishing things with his kids and stuff and I can tell it looks like he's not living in Texas he must be living somewhere in middle Tennessee is that accurate yes Okay. Yes, very accurate. All right. See, uh, that little brown Beaumont area in Texas in the early 90s, there's four pretty big country stars came out of that area. Mm-hmm. It was Tracy Lawrence, Mark Chestnut. Um, Tracy Bird. And Tracy Bird and Clay Walker. Right. They were all in that area. Yeah. Beaumont and in Tracy Bird's case, Vider, Texas. And, yeah. And they went on and had great success. But I don't think Clay lived in Nashville at the height of his career. It's something he's done in the last few years. And if you follow Clay Walker on any kind of social media, he's often out on his farm somewhere in Middle Tennessee. It looks like it might be maybe Williamson County where he lives. Oh, I'm, I'm sure that they got the number one schools in the whole state. And he's and got, I think they're like top five in the United States. And Clay's got some really young kids and he often yes. features them in his rather cute videos, and he's out checking the fence and living the life of a not-really-retired country music singer, but a guy that has done so good that he can kind of sing and, and play around a lot, too, if he wants to. And that's perfectly fine, Clay. <laughs> yeah, and he also, he's you know, he helped the career of Blake Shelton. Did he? I didn't realize that. Yeah. With Austin, yeah, he, you're uh, talking about re- deciding not to record Austin? Yes. Okay. Well, thank you, Clay, from Blake Shelton. He, he's going to give you a big old kiss one of these days. Here, here, here's a guy that does not need any help. He's continuing to sell out big stadiums like Neyland Stadium and more. And if you haven't had your fill of Garth Brooks, well, here's another nugget of Garth Brooks information to pass along here in our Nashville Music Line report. You can get your DVR set to record Garth Brooks as he's going to be part of an A&E documentary that will air on December 2nd and 3rd. You can tune in to Garth Brooks, The Road I'm On, and it it will chronicle the life of Garth growing up in Yukon, Oklahoma, to his world-breaking world tours and record-breaking tours. 
and also as part of that documentary i don't know how he was able to swing this trisha yearwood appears in this documentary as well as keith urban james taylor and the king george Strait. in this documentary gar says there's nothing i enjoy more than throwing that door open walking out on the stage and playing music how about that garth brooks again it's going to be december 2nd and 3rd as a and e will air garth brooks the road i'm on what more do you know about this thing precious i do it's, it's been in the making for almost a year and a half okay uh i knew it was coming down the pipe because they were talking about it actually last year at 10 pan south one of the songwriters that was involved and uh put it together but i mean just when you think that he's going to level out, he just decides to go to a different highway and, you know, roar down that one. But, you know, there's not a lot of people that doesn't really love Garth. I mean, if you ever get to meet him face to face, you will he will not forget your name if you get to a chance to meet him again. Well, uh, he was t- so courteous to my kids at the Songwriters Hall of Fame. And I keep praising him because he individually asked each one of them about their music and their songwriting. Well, that was a very good thing of Garth. But I tell you what, one guy that's not intimidated by Garth Brooks is President Jimmy Carter. As President Carter, bless his heart, we know about about six weeks ago it was, he fell in his Georgia home, had an awful black eye, and instead of staying low and, and recovering in Georgia, he decided to keep a commitment to go to Nashville and attend a Habitat for Humanity project. And Garth Brooks was there, as well as Tricia, and while they were helping build a house, evidently Garth took a little break, and President Carter evidently gave <laughs> Garth a little heat just in fun for taking a break during this construction work. Garth oh, yeah. Garth <laughs> doesn't have the endurance of Jimmy Carter, evidently. Yeah, and apparently Jimmy's 30 years older than Garth, because Garth is my age, 50, 50, well, he was 57 uh, in February. He's a little bit older. I than think Jimmy's my- more like 40 years older, because Jimmy Carter's pushing 96, and oh, Gar- Garth's oh probably God, yes. 50s, in his mid-50s, yeah. He, yeah, he, he's 57. He's February 1962. Him and Clint Black and John Michael are all born around the same time, but I was born in May of 62. Well, happy birthday, precious Harris. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God, 58. I'm going to die. Coming up to six old. Speaking of Garth Brooks, he's already making plans in 2020, and he's going to be going to a couple of NFL stadiums, I know, in the new year. He'll be at Detroit's Ford Field on February 22nd, and I don't have the date. I just saw this come across social media earlier as he'll be playing at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, the home of the Carolina Panthers at some point in the new year. So he's not slowing down one bit. I know, and I wish I was... I know that she doesn't want his help. His daughter, Allie Colleen, and I hate to use the – I don't even tell anybody when I write the stories that she's his daughter, but she is an incredible up-and-coming singer-songwriter, and she is not uh, riding on her dad's coattail. She actually changed her name and got rid of the Brooks just so that nobody would put the two and two together. But she – I saw her at a show here about a year ago. Amazing, amazing, and it didn't dawn on me. Uh, that it was Allie Brooks instead of Allie Colleen until she started singing. But, you know, very proud of her. A great little writer, too. All right. She's doing writer's nights around Nashville. If you, get a, if you want to catch um, someone who she's she's different than her dad's music for sure, but she is her own stylist, and she is an incredible uh, songwriter, and her vocals are incredible, too. So I can't wait to see where she's going to be in the next year. 
Well, Precious, another up-and-coming singing group is the Cadillac 3, as they've set a <laughs> listing of 26 cities that are going to be part of their Country Fuzz Tour, and that tour officially kicks off January 23rd at Hub City Brewing in downtown Jackson, Tennessee. Who are the band, the Cadillac 3? Who is that? Who'd that be? Okay, well, actually, I only know one of them really well. He's married to one of the ASCAP's uh, artist relations director. Okay. I mean, artist relations um, staff. And, uh, but they, uh, they've been on uh, Big Machine's label for about three, four years. So this year is when that their Big Machine's finally lining them up to come out of the canon. They've been on tour before and they played for country radio seminar and other things to get them out there, but it's been a slow build. So hopefully, um, you know, them being a slow build, that they'll be able to come across in their tour and, you know, get more fans because they are a really, really great band. All right. Um, it scared me for a bit. I thought they were not that they might lose their deal because I hadn't heard anything in the radio. But I heard through the grapevine from uh, someone that works to label that they were just lining their ducks up, so to speak. All right. Big tour again kicks off at Hub City Brewing in Jackson, Tennessee. That is on January 23rd. They'll be in Little Rock at Revolution Music Room on the Saturday just following that, January 25th. Also, check them out in Como, Columbia, Missouri. They'll be there January 31st playing at the Blue Note. And in Greensboro, North Carolina at the Blind Tiger, February 7th. Go to the website, The Cadillac 3, to learn more about this up-and-coming band. One band that doesn't need the publicity. They've done quite well since about 2005, I think it was, when I saw them win the award from Turner South, the newcomer music band there on that great network that no longer exists. Zach Brown Band, they've got a 20-show extension of their OWL tour, and that kicks off February 28th in Moline, Illinois. Also, Kaylee Hammock joins Reba McIntyre for 12 dates beginning March 20th in Evansville, Indiana. And Jason Aldean's got the We Back Tour, and Columbia, South Carolina's Colonial Life Arena is the place for that tour to kick off on january the 30th so all of you listening right now probably enjoy going to concerts and the new year is usually a great time to see these tours kind of kick get going and there you have some of the new acts and some of the seasoned acts what they're planning to do in believe it or not 2020 real quick the billboard hot country songs for this week checking in at number five is what if i never get over you from lady antebellum number four is kane brown and marshmallows one thing right number three is even though i'm leaving from luke combs old dominion checks in at number two with one man stand and Dana Shea alongside justin bieber with ten thousand hours that's the number one billboard hot country songs for this week as we leave you for a break we've got a trip a question complete the title of the album that went gold for dirks bentley on this date in 2006 it's long blank way home time gone or trip alone what is the answer to the title of the album that went gold on this date for dirks bentley in november of 2006 the answer to that plus a real sweetheart's going to sing the song coming back from break as she's got a birthday coming up here this thanksgiving weekend all that ahead on the y'all show from ooh to 
Aww. Whatever reaction you're looking for this holiday, spread more joy with custom holiday cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And now you can get special Black Friday prices with 60% off all holiday cards and calendars, plus save on other memorable photo gifts like canvas prints. So get our Black Friday prices until December 3rd with 60% off holiday cards and photo calendars, plus great deals on photo gifts at Vistaprint.com. Just enter code RADIO60 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, code RADIO60. Message and data rates may apply. TNC and privacy terms can be found at bevel.com slash terms. Please don't text and drive. Have you wanted to speak a new language, but you thought it'd be too hard or take too much time? Then try Babbel for free by texting WORLD to 64000. In just 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. And right now, you can try Babbel for free. Babbel starts out teaching you words and phrases by matching them with pictures. You won't believe how easy the interactive program is. Soon the sentences get a little bigger, and before you know it, you're having simulated conversations voiced by native speakers. And because Babbel is crafted by language experts and uses the spaced repetition method, in just 10 to 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking the language of your choice with real confidence. With Babbel, you can speak a language. Just text WORLD to 64000 and start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Download the Babbel app or text WORLD to 64000 and try it for free. Text W-O-R-L-D to 64000. I was born in a small town. Mama was a farmer's wife. We knew everyone for miles around We lived here all our lives We never even entered their minds I might not want to stay But I'm young, I still got time I've got to get away Thanksgiving is on Thursday, and celebrating a birthday on Turkey Day is Christine Oliver Cummins. You knew her from the duo, the sister duo, Sweethearts of the Rodeo, and that's one of the great Sweethearts of the Rodeo songs playing for us right now. Happy birthday, Christine, as she turns 64 years young on Thanksgiving Day. Other birthdays this week, Joe Nichols of Broken Heartsville fame. He's got a birthday this week, as well as the late, great Eddie Rabbit. We lost him back in 1998. And on Tuesday, I was driving around Precious, and I heard Elvis singing the cold Kentucky rain that Elvis had and Eddie Rabbit wrote, and he was born on this date in 1941. Also, Runaway June's Hannah Mulholland, born on this date this weekend back in 1990. Let's look at your birthdays. Precious, we ask a trivia question heading into the break. And Precious, by the way, Precious Harris of the Nashville Music Line. Go to iknowcountry.com to know more about what she's got going on Music Row, as well as the website College of Songology and also I Know Country with 366 daily country music questions and answers. That is Precious Harris. That is our Precious Harris. All right, Precious, that trivia question, it has to do with Dirks Bentley. Can you complete the title of the album that made gold for Dirks back on November 20th of 2006? And your options are Long Blank Way Home, Time Gone, or Triple On. What is the answer, Miss Harris? It's going to be Triple On because uh, I remember having the release party. 
Okay, long trip home. Long, long trip, trip alone home. was Dirk yes, was Dirk Bentley's third <laughs> album, and it had two number one chart hits: "Every Mile of Memory" and "Free and Easy." Free and easy down the road I go. I'm no Dirk Bentley, but uh, yeah, th- that's a pretty good album from, believe it or not, 13 years ago. Wow. Dirk Bentley and Long Trip Alone on Capitol Records, right? Yes. And is he now still, it's called is, UMG. Does he still have a record deal? Yes, he does, actually. Okay, because we haven't really heard any new music from him, have we, lately? Well, we had home, uh, I mean, woman last year, but I know that he's he's busy opening up some more Dirk Bentley's Whiskey Row. It looks ah, like. He's getting mm-hmm. into the John Rich realm of mm, whiskey making. Yes. Well, sort of whiskey. Uh, it's his, Actually, it's his franchise of his restaurant. Oh, okay. Uh, he's got a, a start in construction. His first one is going to be in Denver, and it starts in January. And then the next one, uh, he's planning on a whole just taking uh, Arizona by storm with Scottsdale, Temp, and Gilbert. That is his and home course, state, by the way. Oh, it is. That's right, it is. And he's probably one of the few artists I know. I know a Christian artist from Arizona, but he's the only country artist I can remember from Arizona. And then, of course, he calls them American Gastropub. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Oh, let's let's remind people what happened on this day in country music. John Cash, John R. Cash, also known as Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash at San Quentin was the number one album on the Billboard Country Album Charts on this date back in 1969, 50 years ago right now. This album recorded live at San Quentin Prison. It included the hit single, A Boy Named Sue. Merle Haggard, who was 20 years old at that time, was a convict in the audience during the earlier 1958 johnny cash san quentin concert i don't think the hag was in the prison in 69 but that album on the country chart at number one this day in 1969 for johnny cash also in november of 2000 19 years ago on this very exact day the number one album on the country chart was when somebody loves you from alan jackson and that included the number one single where I come from, from AJ, which, by the way, I just saw the other day that Alan's going to be back up and going with a bunch of concert dates in 2020. In fact, I think he is playing Bridgestone Arena in Nashville. Does that sound right? Yes, he is. I mean, you when you live here and you work here and your and your kids are here and their spouses are here, you know, um, you you cannot not do hometown. You know, like Luke Combs sold out, uh, I think his concerts in in two weeks, he sold out the Bridgestone and Thomas Rhett sold out the Bridgestone. So, you know, and even though Luke's from North Carolina and Thomas Rhett, he was born in Georgia, but he lived all of his life in Nashville because when his dad had his deal. Uh, let's but, correct uh, that. Correct the record, madam. He lived in Goodlettsville, Tennessee. Goodlettsville. Yeah. Not about a mile and a half from my house. Yeah. Center Point Road. Which, by the way, I recently recently dined at Center Point Barbecue there in Goodlettsville and had a great time. Encourage you all to go there and enjoy great barbecue. But more importantly, enjoy all the photos on the wall, Precious, because like a lot of places, sadly, in Nashville, for decades, artists would have those publicity photos and would often sign. And these places would put up in Nashville 
frankly, a lot of places have gone out of business, and so the photos have gone away as well. But Centerpoint has survived the decades, and there's been a lot of great celebrities live in that corner of Nashville, Goodlettsville, Hendersonville, right there on the lake and in the Gallatin area. So a lot of people have popped in to Centerpoint to the, the barbecue place there and other places. I know for a fact there around Music Row, you got that post office precious that used to have and hopefully still does walls full of those autographed photos they do um i tell you of course tootsies is the most famous place for because everybody and their mother played there but you know what people do get out let's see red akins lived um he called it henderson was right gillisville hendersonville line but there's a lot of uh that's probably one of the best bar uh, barbecue places in that area but johnny cash lived in hendersonville and uh you know the bgs who bought their house lived in hendersonville Patsy Klein lived in Madison, not too far from there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, a lot of them all lived in that little area there. Loretta Lynn was one of the first country artists that actually bought a farm uh, about an hour and a half outside of Nashville. West, toward, toward yeah. Jackson and West Tennessee. And I, yes. I was thinking of that the other day. I was passing through Hurricane Mills there on Interstate 40. And, you know, Precious, she's a good old Kentucky girl, right? And I know she is is too. I think they call her the coal miner's daughter. And I was thinking if Conway Twitty and the Oak Ridge boys and all those vintage country music stars, not only live closer to downtown Nashville, but a lot of them lived Northeast of Nashville toward Kentucky. Why did Loretta Lynn and dude, her husband decide to essentially live almost to Memphis technically right there on the tennessee river right on the middle tennessee east tennessee or middle tennessee west tennessee border of the tennessee river why in the world would they have ever settled that way well what i heard is is that dude uh or do was dude, that's uh, right, driving dude. they were coming across from a radio tour there and he saw the land and really loved it they ended up getting off the exit and driving around and he saw the land uh and it came back and told a red and took her out there and said this is where i want to build our life, you know, this is where I want to build our home because uh, they were to the point there that they were ready to, you know, build the house. The babies were getting bigger and they needed a mm. bigger place. And she was making songwriter royalties because thank God she was smart enough to make sure her songs were copyrighted and make sure that she owned most of her publishing when she came to Nashville. And, uh, you know, so that's a good a good thing that she kept that because if she didn't, she would be in a heap of trouble. Yeah, well, it's a lovely place. And in fact, reminder, if you're ever on Interstate 40 going in between Nashville and Memphis, go there to Hurricane Springs, Hurricane Mills, I guess is the name of the community where she lives. And she's got her own restaurant right there. And I understand it's really good. I've never been to it. I've been to the Log Cabin restaurant right there at the same exit, but I have not made it to, to Loretta's restaurant. And when we talk about distance from Nashville, that's about an hour's drive west. And there's been one country music star who's out i'll use some loretta language who outdone her do you know who maybe have they settled a little bit further west than loretta no i can't remember right now i mean i know that carl perkins was from jackson but he was already there he's not really country even though that he he always tells everybody that he was a rock star in a in a uh, a country body well i'm talking paris tennessee and the great hank williams jr Williams Jr. yes hank i forgot about that 
And, he, and his manager actually lived there for uh, to Merle. Yeah, Merle Kilgore. And they live there. And Hank's still there. And it's not that far to Nashville from places like Paris and Hurricane Mills. But it is not exactly right down the road. However, based on the corner of Nashville that all these other stars like Precious Harris live in, by the time it takes you to leave your house and get to downtown Nashville, you might be better off living an hour west of Nashville where you don't have to deal with all the traffic. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, don't even get me started on today trying to trying to get back. To I, I, I will not get you started. Precious, let's wrap up some of our great country music talk. Speaking of Hank, let's talk about his daddy, Hank Williams. If you want to give a good Christmas gift this year, Hank Williams Music, the Hank Williams Senior Music, is going to be available to pre-order. You can get a a tabletop book and a six-CD set of Hank, his live recordings, and that's coming out in February. So you have to order it now, but you won't get it until the new year. It's titled Pictures from Life's Other Side, The Man and His Music in Rare Photos and Recordings. And this Hank Williams collection includes 144 tracks taken from live radio recordings as Hank Sr. made the daily 15-minute radio shows that were sponsored by Mother's Best Flower Company starting back in 1951. Accompanying all this is a 272-page hardbound book that includes many previously unpublished photos of Hank Sr. You can go to the website King kingsroadmerch.com slash hank dash williams and you can get all this for $99.99 Hank Williams Sr. I know a lot of people love the music that is Thomas that he wrote and you can get this great collection coming out in 2020 yep and uh, I know someone I probably need to go ahead and get it ready for my dad is a huge Hank Sr. fan and he will be 81 years old in March that might be a good little present to uh get him for his birthday because he he usually asked me for cds anyway he uh, emailed me last week and said hey i want that cd this one song on this gene watson cd and finally i finally found the song i had to go through tons and tons of cds because it was a rare recording Mm. it was on one cd and never been remade again that it never was you know how they have redone the best of and collections of Mm -hmm. it was not on any other cd so i found it for him and I got a text about five days later. Well, that was quick. Thank you for my Christmas present. So, you know, so I know what I'm going to have to get him for his birthday now. Well, you be a good daughter and do that. And you can say you you saw the light. Oh, saw the light. praise the Lord. Precious saw the light. Well, that will wrap up our day before Thanksgiving conversation with you, Precious. You have a great holiday and we will see you back right here on the Y'all Show next week. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. And safe travels, everyone. All right, Precious Harris. And that will wrap up our Wednesday edition. We'll be right back here Friday. We will not have a show Thursday, Thanksgiving Day. We'll be back here Friday with the Y'all Kickoff Show. And, of course, we'll be right back here on Monday with all new episodes of Y'all Talk With Us Southern Accent. Have a great Turkey Day, and we will see you back here Friday and Monday for the Y'all Show. Orangutans. They're beautiful, playful, and majestic and disappearing. Every day, as many as 20 orangutans vanish. They starve to death when their homes are destroyed or are killed when they stray into villages in search of food. International Animal Rescue is fighting for the survival of the critically endangered orangutan, but we can't do it without you. Please visit internationalanimalrescue.org and help us save orangutans before it's too late. That's internationalanimalrescue.org.